When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, and then I have one more, and I thought it was pretty interesting, about wine. Buying wine um, and, like, how to find a great bottle of wine for cheap. I just thought there were some interesting things uh, to note. If you are, you know, if you're buying a bottle for a gift, usually I think anybody that's a novice at it will either, if you're at a liquor store, ask for help. Like, if, especially if it's... Like one of the big ones. Yeah. Let me guess. It's whatever the, the coolest looking label. That's yeah. probably the best one. You're wine. looking for a funny name or a label. Yeah. Okay. So they say avoid mass market brands like the ones that you've seen everywhere. Uh, they're st- they said they probably spend more budget, but most of their budget on marketing and not the actual product. Yeah. Uh, don't buy a bottle with the word sweet on the label. It usually mean that means that they're added sugar. If you like your wine a little sweeter, look for the term off dry instead. Hmm. Okay? So that's interesting. Off dry. Yeah, it means there's a little residual sugar left after fermentation. Uh, Don't buy a bottle, or wait, avoid wines that brag about being bourbon barrel aged. It probably means the wine sucks, it says. (laughs) And they did it to cover up the taste. So if you brag about other weird natural flavors, it's also a sign the wine is no good. <laughs> and don't assume all good wine comes from California. Washington makes a good wine. South America, Argentina, Chile. Any mention of Missouri? Missouri? Don't, they, they don't oh. say that, but they say don't always go for the one that says it's made in California. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more. One more story. We got a little Debbie fan on the show. Uh, what's the last little Debbie item you bought? Um, those devil cakes. I'll give you one of those. I bought some of those. What are weekend. those? It's like two of the soft uh, oatmeal. No, it's right? like the oh. it's like chocolate chocolate devil. chocolate, but it's not oh. a cookie. It's it's real soft. It's like a chocolate cake on top and bottom with white cream in the middle. Ooh, is it good? I haven't even had one. I don't know. All right, well, well, they have some. They have they have a new uh, additions to their spring lineup. They are going to be offering spring. I don't know what this means. Mini donuts. Hmm. It looks like they are lemon, possibly. Oh, you're in. And lemon mini muffins. I haven't seen either of those. We've got the spring cakes or whatever. Those are out now. <coughs> but they're, it's always oh, yes. the same The thing. spring butterfly cakes? Yeah. Yeah. But those just taste like any of the other cakes. The you know, spring, just a different shape. The spring mini donuts look pretty good. Yellow icing. It doesn't say they're lemon. They also have mini muffins in the lemon flavor, so that might be good. Mm-hmm. So two new items for Little Debbie for the spring. That is Food Court. It's brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. You can do it! I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? What you talking about? <laughs> Throwback Live. A whole new week of Throwback Live and a whole new ticket to give away. I'll go over the contestants first. I'll be playing for Stephanie from South City. Brando, you have Charlie from Breeze, Illinois, and Tim has Lisa from Olivet. Up for grabs all week long, you have a pair of tickets for the winner to Adamant with the English Beat. 
It is Saturday, March 21st at the pageant. Throwback Live is brought to you by the Madison County Firemen's Bingo Hall. They got a chance to win $25,000 in their crazy eight raffle. She's the host of Throwback Live, and that's it. That's all she is. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that's literally it. I got nothing else going for me. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> I got nowhere else to go. Afton I'll be here, here all week. Yay, we appreciate her here. We know how valuable she is to the show and the company. And and to anyone else who might yeah. want to scoop me Unfortunately, up. Unfortunately, no other employer thinks she's valuable except for us. Yeah. We appreciate her. Thanks, we really guys. do. She's Thanks. the best. As evidenced by her paycheck. I'm only kind of good at this, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, Marty's going to play throwback clips for you guys, and you're going to bring in with these sounds. Courtney, Brando, and Tim. <laughs> Question one, who's talking here? Performing Complicated with Olivia Rodrigo. Tim. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne is Yeah, correct. Olivia started performing Complicated on her tour, uh-huh. and everybody was talking about it. Everybody was talking about it. Oh, the world. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I do I think that's a great song still. Sure. It is. Complicated. Absolutely. Question two, who's singing here? Brando? Uh, uh, Meryl Streep. No. Was that, I don't think we need to hear it again. Was that edit for the purpose of the game? Or it was a curse that is yeah. in the original thing. I'm your biggest blanked up fan. No. Um, I'm going I'm to guess uh, L. King. No. No. <laughs> old. Um, can I hear it one more time? Reba McIntyre. No, it's Gilda Radner. It's like oh. SNL, right? Oh. I was trying to figure out like no. who was on SNL. It would no. be an unlikely singer. All right, question three. Name this backwards song title or artist. <laughs> Courtney. Is it? <laughs> <That's> aggressive. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes they're loud. <laughs> is it the cars? It is the cars. Oh. Kind of had... Uh, Huey Lewis. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Question four. Name this TV sitcom. Oh, you got to be kidding. (laughs) Courtney? Is it uh, 227? No. That's what I was going to say. It's wrong. Dang it. Um, Sesame Street. No. How can you afford to live in a place like this? You ain't tall enough to be no basketball player. Say what? And you too old for a rock and roll singer. <laughs> Look, this is our apartment. Then you got to be a number runner. <laughs> Tim? The Jeffersons. The Jeffersons is correct. All right, we have two points, Tim, one point, Courtney. Question five. Name this movie. Wait! You may be wondering why the red suit. Tim. Deadpool. Deadpool is correct. Well, not so bad guys can't see me For a Tim Convy win. He wore the brown pants. And that is a win for you, Lisa from Olivet. Congratulations.
Awesome. Thanks, Tim. Lisa, together, there's not much we can't do. <laughs> Lisa, we have a pair of tickets for you to see Adamant with the English Beat. That is Saturday, March 21st at the pageant. Those tickets for Adamant are on sale now. You can get all the details at 1065thearch.com. But also, we're doing a bonus chance to win tickets through the website or the Arch mobile app. Congrats to Lisa. We'll have another pair to give away tomorrow on The Courtney Show. Some interesting text about being left in the waiting room for a long time. Uh, Andrea from Maryville actually said to avoid waiting at the physician's office, ask for the first appointment after their lunch, usually 1 p.m. Oh, pretty good. Uh, We were talking about like how long, one of the best things Tim saw over the weekend was how long would you wait in the office before somebody checked on you and I said I would give it 20 minutes. So uh, B, first-time texter, said, I sat and waited for a doctor for two hours once. I only looked out because I needed someone to help me find the bathroom. They were like, where did you come from? Someone definitely forgot about you. Oh, man. man. Two hours? This one's crazy from Chris Ritter. I once left... uh, I was once left in an eye doctor's exam room for a long time. Unknowing that the entire staff left for the evening. The the technician gave me my visual exam and dilated my eyes and said the doctor will be in shortly. The room had no window. As a matter of fact, the whole office was windowless. And every so often, when I didn't move or make a noise, the light in the room would go out. The sounds outside the door got quieter and quieter. Finally, a doctor entered the room and said, oh, you're still here? I guess I will examine you. But everyone left for the night. Everything outside the door was dark. Had she not checked my room, I may have been locked in this clinic. And this nearly happened to me again just a few years later during another eye visit. Needless to say, I now have a phobia of waiting in doctor exam rooms. Yeah, it probably doesn't uh, go at the end of the day either. Oh my gosh, because when your eyes are dilated, you You can't, you're all messed up. Difficult. They have a new thing where they don't have to do that though. Oh really? No. Hmm. I don't know what it is. But it's something new. I'll find out soon. I had an eye doctor's appointment over the holidays, and yeah, they don't... I don't think I've ever had my eyes dilated. I have. Yeah, I have too. I don't know why. All right, so for the question of the day today, I thought this would be interesting. It doesn't have anything to do with doctor's office waiting rooms, but I do... I am enjoying those stories, so feel free to text those in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they just did a thing where people answered, like, hobbies that would be a red flag to date. People that are all obsessed with different hobbies that they wouldn't date them because of these hobbies. Drones? And drones on there? Drones aren't on here. Yeah. One of the hobbies, though, is gambling. That hit close to home. It's not a great hobby. I wouldn't say my hobby yeah. is gambling. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to cover up something. Yes. If you're like, oh, it's a, it's just a hobby. Oh, yeah. I just go Ooh. and throw some money down. Uh, okay, so the, these hobbies that are red flags, people said pranking people. Like mean-spirited pranks. <laughs> How is that a hobby? Yeah, Unless you're a... on that show. Uh, jokesters. Oh, yeah. Impractical, Impractical jokers. Yes. Jokers, jokers or whatever. Jokers, yeah. Uh, being obsessed with celebrity culture, like worshiping celebrities. Oh, yeah. That'd be a problem. Also, going along the same line, uh, being obsessed with politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both red flags. Mm-hmm. Bullfighting. <laughs> Bullfighting? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's just... That's, as in you go watch bullfighting or yeah. you go pick a fight with a bull every now and again? Yeah, I think it means bullfight. Like, you fight bulls. Any kind of uh, animal fighting. You know what you get? Yeah, that's How is that a good. hobby? 
Uh, you know what you get when you mess with a bull? You get the horns. I think you get the horns. You get the horns. That's what I've heard. Collecting controversial memorabilia. <laughs> oh, yeah, like Nazi stuff. Nazi stuff. Yes. Serial killers. Taxidermy. Controver- like, this is from the 85 World Series, and a lot of people say. <laughs> uh, being a social media influencer. Yeah, that would be... Uh, that has to be exhausting. If that is your profession. Yeah. Like You're, you have to put of, content up all yeah, the time. The amount of effort that goes into that is <laughs> it's insane. Uh People who are so extreme and obsessive about their hobbies that it consumes all their time. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, anything that anyone's If it's a obsessed, hobby, it's a side thing. It shouldn't be. It's, yeah, it shouldn't your be your main focus for. But also a red flag, people that have zero hobbies. They're, they don't, they're right. not into anything. I don't know about If you that. have kids, though, it's a different world. Yeah. You're, that's your hobby. Yeah, yeah I have a Parenthood lot of things that I yeah. do, but it, none of it feels like a hobby. Yeah. But I thought this would be, what's the weirdest hobby somebody had that you dated? Oh, that's Like, a good you didn't question. even know this hobby existed. Yeah, like collecting weird things or, yeah, going to, like, weird gun shows or something. Like yes. <laughs> like, th- this is what they do every weekend. My friend for a long time dated someone who was uh, into beekeeping. That was just a hobby. Oh, really? Yeah. And did they date for a while? Yeah, they got married. Oh, they did? Still beekeeping? I don't think she's keeping bees anymore. What does she do? Does she just get rid of them then? You're just like, go bees, get out of here. That's a good question. I don't want to keep you anymore. It was in New York, so I think it was like a, um, in the same way that they have like a community garden or like a co-op, where she wasn't keeping bees at her residence. It was like, you know, I I got a hive over at the fourth and elective, (laughs) the hive co-op or something. Well, it would be interesting, like, a, a hobby, you would never date a person that had this hobby or oddest hobby you dated. Yeah, like, my, my hobby is going to strip clubs. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, maybe your hobby is stripping. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> if you guys want to text us, we'd love to hear from you about weird hobbies that you've encountered or just you would never date somebody that had this hobby. Maybe you have a bad track record of people that have this hobby. <laughs> uh, Cheney Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. Brandos, Brandos. Brandos, Brandos. Well, it was a botched network update that uh, took out service to thousands of AT&T customers last week. Caused that huge outage. They weren't sure. People were like, oh, it's a terrorist attack. It's sunspots. They're like, no. We just updated Windows. What were we thinking? We don't know what the update was for, but uh, that's what uh, people were able to unable to use their cell phones. Some for up to twelve hours. Ours wasn't. Mine wasn't that long. Mine was just basically started when I was driving in. So who knows in the middle of the night? And then by the time I went home, mine was working. Like when I got in my car, it was like, oh, it's working. Yeah, mine. I don't know. I got a bunch of texts that came in later. I never noticed. But yeah, thought you know. I like, because everybody was affected by it, I like that they're doing this. But what about us, you know, people like me that were without, like that, remember those nine days where I had no... Yeah, they don't care about you. No. Because there weren't enough people, I think, affected. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there. then also, the other thing was, uh, there was some outage with 
Remember that morning we woke up and anybody that had uh, like DirecTV or UVerse, I think for nine hours they were out. Mm-hmm. But since it affected so many people, they're like, you can rent a free movie. Yeah, they gave you something. Well, yeah. People are getting something out of AT&T. They said they will credit uh, people's accounts. So each person is going to get a $5 discount off on your next bill. Oh, that's great. They say that is the average cost of a full day of service. So they're like, all right, we're going to spot you $5. Uh, they said, we recognize the frustration this outage has caused and know we let many of our customers down. By the way, they don't have to do that. No. They just felt the pressure that they should. They also said they are taking steps to prevent errors like this from happening again in the future, which is code for they fired the guy who said, yeah. do it. I just think that guy ran into it Target. It was his first day of work pitching people on AT&T. <laughs> on AT&T. It was the day it was out. <laughs> The inaugural uh, Florida Man Games went down in St. Augustine, Florida on Saturday, and organizers say it was a huge success. It's basically the Olympics for Florida folks. I Uh, like that they went in on their own joke. Yeah. Because of all the dumb Florida Man stories. Yep. Events events included a mullet contest, uh, which no surprise there, a mud duel with pool noodles, and this is the best one. An evading arrest obstacle course. <laughs> nice. And the people that were chasing the the, the runners down yeah. were actual police officers. That's hilarious. <laughs> so they were expecting about 5,000 people there. Uh, and they they not sure, quite sure how many ultimately showed up, but they said it was a big success. James Gordon uh, won the, the barbecue pork and sausage speed eating contest. <laughs> he said, I've lived in Florida my whole life. They're calling these events. I'm calling this Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> but there were no uh, women's categories. There was just like one thing. It was more of like a beauty contest. Oh, come on. You got to have some female well, categories they're saying. One there. of the judges at the games was Lori Fetrick. She played ice on American Gladiators. Oh, yeah. Uh, so she suggested that they add events for the ladies next year or hold a separate Florida uh, woman games, which that's what you got to do. Find a whole, like a whole different games for women. Like what are the stereotypical a Florida woman stories? Yeah, what are they? Uh, they? They're not showing up in the news as much. It'd be which like. Is a good thing. It'd be like. Uh, um, Shoplifting. Shoplifting where they go. And then and then trying to so you'd have to like shoplift, but you have to like leave your kid behind. I always feel like there's always like they get caught and then they run and the kid's like in the car seat of the car. I'm sure there's they they probably have drinks at this thing, right? They should oh, do yeah, sobriety so. thing. Walk in the line? Yes. That's, legally that would be tricky. No, but yeah. they should do sobriety for sober people, like those sobriety tests. I don't think they're that easy. Yep. To Sometimes. Try to- to try to do them? Maybe. Yeah, and maybe come that. up with some weird... It might be funny. Uh-huh. A Maryland couple broke a world record by going to 135 concerts in a day. No, in a year. <laughs> uh, that's one concert every 2.7 days. They saw lots of them. Beyonce, Lizzo, Pitbull, Billy Joel, and over 130 more artists. The whole thing cost... $18,407. I'm surprised the record is only 100. I mean, yeah. You were really going for it. You, you could go every day. Every I mean, Beetle yeah. Bob did forever. Yeah. For he many, many the, years. He should have this record. Yes, he really should. And probably didn't pay. I wonder if there's a difference between like a big concert, like what's the size for a record? Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. You Can know? you count going to, to a, a live a, 200 people venue? That is not that impressive. 
18000 That's some money. Well, maybe, they'll, money yeah. maybe they'll take the record away from him because uh, Guinness is revoking a record for the title of oldest dog ever. There's been controversy about oh, this. Yeah. This Bobby, uh, the dog was supposedly 31 years old when he died last October. Right out of the gate, they were like, this breed of dog does not live yes. that long. Um, but they were like, nope, he is. Well, they said there was insufficient evidence of Bobby's age, so they have revoked. Well, and neighbors were like, yeah, one day Bobby just looked different. <laughs> yeah. And looked, looked younger. It's like those families. Bobby that, was a cat for yeah. a while. It's like those families that don't tell their kids, and they just keep repeat getting the yeah, same get dog. another no, goldfish. Yeah. Like, we've had this same goldfish for uh, 47 years. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the same goldfish. That's your randos. The Courtney Show. Now you guys know. Copy here with a little Now You Guys Know, making your life a little bit better. One high-quality radio segment at a time. Let's mm. talk laundry first. Does that sound good? Okay. Yes. Uh, we're using too much laundry. I we do talk laundry. Th- we talk not- I do, too. We talked not too long ago about how um, we are, we're doing all kinds of things. We're using too much detergent. Oh, that- I have reduced the amount based on, I guess, something we talked about in here. We talked about how you really only need one setting on your washing machine. You, the Express one is just good enough for everything. Mm-hmm. Or it could be like, Express means just normal wash, right? Because I, I don't so. have this Express. This thing was basically saying, well, yeah, yes, yes, correct. This thing was basically saying or short that, wash, I should say, short wash. Washing machines have gotten so good that, and it's just, they're going to get the job done, but that they still make them like that because people are just so used to, oh, my linens and this and whatever, but... Yeah. You really only need that one. Anyway, there was a, a very long podcast. Uh, it, it's called Am I Doing It Wrong? Where they got Patrick Richardson. He's also known as the laundry evangelist. Of course he is. They busted all kinds of myths, went through all kinds of things. But some of the interesting stuff is that, uh, you know, the express cycle. Is that what I said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Express one's the only one you need. Dryer sheets are your enemy. But he also said you're probably Whoa, using... why? Dryer sheets are your enemy. I'm going to save that for a different... Now you guys know. What? What? I need to know. I'm a dryer sheet enthusiast. Yes, you are? me too. Yes. You might want to temper that enthusiasm. What? No, it's because of the why? static and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Well, there's other tips for static. Like, you, there's a thing where you do tinfoil. Sometimes I'll use a static uh, sheet on my hair. Yeah. No kidding. You'll just take a dryer sheet and just... Yeah, because sometimes I just... You can't tame it. We need those at the, we've got the trampoline now, and Timothy goes out there, and it's like he's like, oh, the yeah, magic the magic house. house. Every, yes. he steps mm-hmm. on Sometimes I just wipe, there are static sheets for your hair, I think you can buy. But they're not as fragrant. Yes, the, I bought, I told you, I, I'm stuck with this giant box of terrible smelling static sheets right now. Really? Yeah, they're pet, they're for pet hair, mm-hmm. and they stink. Mm. Well, it turns out we're using way too much detergent. Uh, really? I know I need, overuse. You only need about two tablespoons of detergent for a load. So a bottle of laundry detergent might last you a year because you only need a couple of tables, tablespoons for your clothes to come out clean. Is that now. true? Yes. I've cut way back. Have you? It still seems to be working. Man, I'm an, so over, I'm an over user. This guy said using too much laundry detergent is like using too much salt when you're cooking. It's not. It oh. gets to a point. Whatever. Listen to this. Uh, when you're cooking, the recipe says half a tablespoon of salt and you put it in. It's, it's delicious. You're like, oh great, I love salt. You put a whole bunch, but it's ruined. It is not better. Think about that, but detergent, a a little bit is really good because it does what it's supposed to do. If you add a whole lot more, you can actually 
ruin it. There's a scientific explanation of how it can ruin it. The dirt and germs come off the clothes and they go into the water, right? Uh-huh. They get trapped in the surficant, which is compounds in the detergent that lift the dirt and the stains from the clothes. And then when the rinse comes, the surficant goes back down the drain. Everybody wins. It's great. Here's the deal. If you use too much detergent, it can rinse out so that the surficant actually resettles back into your clothes and all of the dirt resettles back into your clothes with it. So more detergent means your clothes are actually dirty. I didn't follow any of that. I'm just believing you. I do, too. I do. There's a lot of words. Surficant? I'll break it. Uh. Surficant. It yeah. sounds like a brand of of detergent. Yeah, I think Alex Surficant. Alex's cousin is married to a guy Surfactant. named Surficant. Surfactant? I don't know. Uh, and the guy also does not like pods. He says, I don't like pods because you can't control the amount. You don't need a pod's worth of detergent to do a load of laundry. Which, if you read the pods, the instruction on the pods, which I only did recently, it's saying big loads, three pods. I was only using one all the time. Oh, Apparently, really? Apparently, if you do a big oh, load, you're... Oh, what a money grab. Yep. Those things... This guy's saying, no way. I did see something also about, are you still talking about laundry? I would like to, yeah. Okay, I have a dishwasher tip I heard. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, more laundry. Uh, Also, this is a a list of things and how to wash them. There's certain things you should only wear once. Socks, underwear, undershirts, great. Anything with visible dirt on it, great. Wash them, that's great. Wear it one time. Anything that gets really sweaty, workout clothes, this is obvious in general. Something closer to your skin, the more it needs to be cleaned. However, things you can wear a few times. Pants, sweaters, blouses, bras, and pajamas usually don't need to be washed that much. Every three to four wears is probably fine. Yeah, we got a real uh, sweatshirt issue in our house. Everyone thinks the oh, kids it's think a one wear. They're like it one sweatshirt and they're throwing no, it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like unless there's stuff on it, which could be the case. Yeah. The problem with us is if you're spending any time with TC3 at all, you're getting stuff on it. So well, my sweatshirts, hoodies, whatever. But now I'm taking, I'll just get a rag and soak it and just scrub yeah, out you get whatever. sick of doing all the laundry. Yeah, because he's just, you know, he's, he's, he's drooly and his nose is running. And if there's if peanut butter any time in the last week, it finds a way to get on mm-hmm. your clothes. Uh, things you can wear a bunch of times without watching. Washing, the big one, jeans. Some experts say 10 wears or more is okay. Unless you go commando. We've had stories that say you're not supposed to ever wash them. Remember? It was like, well, you have to wash, gotta them, wash them at some, some point. point. And you like, oh, don't do it. Turn them inside out. So, yeah, I'll go crazy on jeans. I'll wash them when it, it's absolutely necessary, and that's about it. Uh, other things you hardly ever need to wash. Outerwear like coats and jackets and any dress clothes that you don't want to wear often. Uh, too many washes will ruin the fabric. Mm-hmm. Clothes are never the same after you wash them, even the one time. No, they're not. Yeah, Nick, very upset. He washed a jacket of his and dried it. He went to put it on. It looked like he had decided to have a crop jacket. It was all ah. short. He goes, can this be saved? And I was like, <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm, it depends what it's made of. You can stretch some stuff back out sometimes. All right. I don't have a dishwasher tip. You don't? And now, now that I just saw it this weekend and now I'm reviewing and you it. You don't like it? Well, people are saying that uh, your dishwasher pods, instead of putting them in that little thing. Yeah. They Put them in the uh, silverware. silverware. I, I've had mixed results with that. Right. Yeah. I don't recommend it. Hmm. My my new one at the new house is not it's it's not built for pods. There's not a pod area. It's the liquid one. And we had to we tried all kinds of different things and we landed on this just liquid cascade. Green yeah. And, the mm-hmm. green big bottle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's working fine. Okay. Good. We used cool to be way to do it. Pod people, but we switched over. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's hard to make the switch. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear more stuff, or should we save it for later? No, you can do one more thing. Let's talk taxes. It's 
tax season, folks. Yeah, Brando did his la- last week. Oh, yep. that's right. With the family it was, a, table, it was not a good, a good night. Yeah, and people were confused. They were like, Aaron should still be a deduction. He is. It's that, I think it's the child tax credit. You don't get it anymore. You don't get it anymore because he's 17. He ain't a child. Uh, there's all kinds of tax advice on TikTok, right? So you'll see a 30 second TikTok video oh. that sounds really good. You and need it sounds to in- logical. You need to investigate yourself these things. Don't do this stuff. There's this thing called Section 179, and these TikTok videos will have you believe that from new boats to luxury vehicles, uh, you can get whatever you want and just. You know, write it off on 179 in the IRS tax code. But actually, so it's a tax code that allows business taxpayers to deduct the cost of certain property as an expense when the property is first placed in service. Like, oh, I'm using it for my business. Oh, yeah. So all these TikTok things are like, oh, you're using it for your business. It's totally fine. The bottom line here is in all this tax code, there is a thing to say that these expenses have to be ordinary and necessary. Yeah. So you have to run it through those two filters before you do anything else. Yeah. Ordinary. Like, is this insane? Is someone going to look at this and be like, no, this is stupid? Mm -hmm. Then you can't do it. Necessary. Is it important? Is it absolutely necessary for your business to run? Like, we're a news organization. We need a boat to cover boat news. Right. Everyone take it easy. And what happens is a lot of these influencers will then see this from other influencers and be Uh, like, oh, look, I've got an influencer business and think they can write off all these things. You can't. The other thing that's big, you see a quick TikTok video where it tells you that if you have your business, you can hire your children as employees pay them just enough that they don't have to pay taxes on it, but you can still write that off as employees. Guess what? You can't do that. Ooh. Same- when I when I was young, I remember somebody told me I could write all this stuff off for radio, mm-hmm. and then I talked to somebody, and they're like, you can't. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, like, like oh, TV. Well, you, all your cable my bills. T- because like, we talk about TV all the yeah, time. that's part of your research. Like, different things like and that. And somebody told you you can't. Who told you you can't? There's, I mean, a lot of that. Mr. Tax. Straight up. A lot of that is there's there is gray area. Yeah, but it. they said here's the thing: you probably could, but you might also be flagged. Yeah, and that could cause a whole new set of problems for you. Mm-hmm. If you I don't want to, but it's also a bummer that you that we live in that fear because it is it does make perfect sense. It that does movies you go see, movies, your cable TV that you can the see. amount of time we're on our phone. Whereas if we didn't do this job, would we be? Totally. I would I mean, not be on threads. That, yeah, right. <laughs> right. That, that is for, for our work, so. Yeah, you have to, you do have to do a little work yourself. These people want your eyes. So, I mean, if something looks too good to be true, it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's this thing called the Augusta Rule. Do you know that? Something about wine? Uh, no, I don't. Something about golf? I don't think yeah, so. Going well, to the Masters? It's about like rental income, so it's it is true. You buy a bunch of property and you, you don't develop it fast enough. You sell it. No, never mind. Wow, calling them out. <laughs> uh, you can earn rental income from your home under the Augusta Rule, named after Augusta, Georgia, home of the Masters Golf Tournament. Yes, oh. you can earn you can earn income tax free from renting your home up to fourteen days a year. The, but the TikTok videos are also mentioning that rule, but suggest using it in a way that would not pass an audit. These videos take a step further and have your business paying you rent and then deducting it as an expense. So, like, you're renting it to your business. You can't do that. Oh, hmm. yeah, because a lot of people in Augusta, they all move out for the week. They don't yeah. want to deal with the traffic. Mm-hmm. They rent their houses out. To golfers and mm-hmm. stuff. So just keep that in mind. I think the most important thing with all these things, there's an employee retention credit fallout. There's still all kinds of things in place from COVID that people are still kind of working in attack codes and different stuff. 
at the end of the day, it's that necessary and ordinary thing you got to run back. And just don't take tax advice or any life advice from TikTok. <laughs> you know, unless it's about your dishwasher. Only from radio programs. Yeah, yeah. or a CPA is running a TikTok. Yeah, or as a hot morning show. AD, I believe, has his... He's the tax accounts. guy. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. We all know <laughs> that. Check that out. Now you guys know. That was great. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Martha Stewart doesn't wear underwear <laughs> because uh, she wears bathing suits under her clothes instead. Any guesses as to why? Because uh, they're better. They're, I don't know. You would think it's just like, oh, there's got to be some strategic, they're like, you know, better like spandex people or something. Reason, like, oh, it helps support better your your figure better. Nope. She just likes to swim a lot. And she wants to be able to take a dip at a moment's notice. She said she also doesn't wear skims. That's a pool brag right there. That is a pool brag. <laughs> That's like she's got pools around, yes. all around her. Uh-huh. Uh, she doesn't wear skims, but she loves them and thinks they serve a very good purpose. But she made a point to say, I don't wear skims, but I think they're great. Everyone's Everyone enjoys them. She's hoping to be a cover model. I think so. Mm-hmm. Not sure if Eminem wears underwear or not, but we do know he still uses a BlackBerry. What? Yep. Posted a couple pictures and fans were quick to notice that he was sitting there <laughs> scrolling funny. on his BlackBerry. Uh, BlackBerry phones, in case you're wondering, they were officially discontinued in 2018. Remember they came out? I loved like a, mine. But it, like the, new, the newest of them, they were like a square phone. It was mm-hmm. weird. Uh, and they say that uh, those phones will no longer work unless they use Android software. So I guess, I'm guessing the old, old Blackberries are toast. But maybe these newer ones, if they have the right software on them, would still work. Perhaps is what he is using. My uh, old Galaxy S4 that I had for so long doesn't look so silly anymore. No, not with mm-hmm. Eminem using his uh, Blackberry. Remember the Sage advice Patches O'Houlihan had for Team Average Joes in dodgeball? If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Good advice, right? It worked worked out well. For sure. Spoilers uh, for the team. Well, a new study claims Patches was wrong. They say it's probably harder to dodge a ball than a wrench. This is science. According to science, a wrench is more dense and will therefore cut through the air in a straight line, making it easier to predict where the wrench is oh, going yeah. to go. Oh, yeah. You can put a little You little can put a little English on it, on it yeah. right? They say and a, a, a wrench is smaller, so you're just, there's a less mass you're trying to avoid. That's true. But the stakes are a little higher with the wrench sailing at your at your chrome, you know, dome. It'll knock you out. Uh, however, they do say a dodgeball, remember, it has lower mass, high surface area, so not only putting spin on the ball, but just the air, the surface area around the ball can cause the ball to move around in a different direction would make it even harder to uh, to evade. I'm glad that we're talking about these important things. These are important things. things. Yeah. This is the third story I have. This is this feels, top billing here. Feels like a rando to me. Nope. Yeah. This has bit. to do with a movie. So it goes here. <laughs> uh, the Game of Thrones spinoff series called The Hedge Knight is coming in 2025. So I looked it up because I'm like, what the hell is The Hedge Knight? So it is a short story uh, written by George R.R.R.R.R. Martin. Uh, it's a uh, prequel and uh, tells the story of what happened almost a century before the events of Game of Thrones. It focuses on the future Lord Commander of the Kingsguard, Sir Duncan the Tall, and his diminutive squire, the future King Aegon Targaryen. Ooh. So, I don't know. 
Might be good. Might suck. The cast of A Different World will reunite. Uh, they're going to tour historically black colleges and universities together. So, I wonder what they're Everybody. all doing. It just says the cast. Kadeem I don't know what it means. Hardison, Jasmine Guy. Jasmine Guy. The Lisa one with, Bonet, right? Yeah, but do you think she's touring? Definitely. Don't you think it's the rest of them? The little short Probably guy with the, the mustache. Mm. That was Dwayne, Dwayne Wayne's friend. Mm. Jasmine Guy. She looks great. Was Dwayne Wayne the one with the glasses? Yes. Yeah. Flip-up glasses or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, he'll be there, I'm sure. You'll get to see a lot more of the Cardinals when they take the field this year. Major League Baseball decided to switch to a new type of uniform Remember material. Remember we talked about this last yep. week. In addition to uh, being very lightweight and performance enhancing, it is pretty much see-through. We've seen the pictures, and uh, you can see right through those pants. Players Union president and former player Tony Clark has been talking to lots of players as he hops around spring training locations, and he says the pants are a, quote, Universal concern. <laughs> remember that picture I showed you last week? Yeah, it I was real. It. Yeah, wow. It was not. You could see the shirt tail, like you could shirt see. tails tucked into their pants. So yeah, and the guy was taking the picture to show the guy the player's mustache, and then that became the story. Yeah, that was clearly a problem. So mm-hmm. yeah, my prediction is cheaper. I bet they're more comfortable. But the even the the letters on the. The names on the back of the jersey just looks bad. Yeah, my prediction that the pants will change. The jerseys may stay the same uh, because it's a lighter weight. I'm sure that that's partly what they wanted because those those real jerseys are that's heavy. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing in July in St. Oh, Louis, I can't even understand oh, how they've not been changed since now. It's brutal. Loudwire put together a list of 25 essential rock and metal albums from the 80s that they think your kids must know. The kids aren't going to like a lot of stuff that's on this list, but I hit some of the highlights. Metallica, Master of Puppets, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, Iron Maiden, The Number of the Beast, uh, ACDC, Back in Black, uh, 1984 from Van Halen, Def Leppard, Hysteria, Nine Inch Nails, Pretty Hate Machine. That one just got under the wire. That's 1989. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Hearts album, uh, self-titled album, uh, Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Blizzard of Oz. There's plenty more where that came from. You can see them all on the blog. While you're there, you're going to see Chelsea Handler skiing in a bikini with lots of props. It is impressive. It's how she well, uh, you know, every, celebrates her birthday. Yeah, every year she skis uh, in a bikini. Yeah. And this time she's got a drink and a dog in a backpack on her back. I mean, it. she's... A cigarette she, and a drink. It's crazy. <laughs> it's funny. It really, yeah. it really made me laugh when I saw it. Uh, Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian were making out backstage at the Blink-182 show before he went up on stage. Courtney's daughter, Penelope, was standing there. Uh, she looks like she's a tween, perhaps, yeah. kind of from a distance. But it just, I don't know. The, the, the story like makes she's it... she's not even, doesn't even exist. Yes, the story makes it sound like it's worse. They're like, then she walked, then they walked off and it's, they just left her behind. It's not that bad. She's but, not a little kid. Like, they're backstage, she's fine, but like... She is alone. Like, how here they you, go again. Yeah, how would you feel if your mom was just macking on this dude and just not paying it one ounce of attention to her? I wouldn't feel good about it, but I feel like it'd be a long list of disappointments. Yeah, I just think that, I mean, the good news is they all get to sleep on a giant pile of money every night. So there's that. BuzzFeed put together a list of times adults played kids in movies, and we went for it. There was one that I couldn't believe how old she was. Yeah, I know which one. It's the Myrtle yes. the ghost in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, yeah. 
She so she's supposed to be 14 years old. The story is she the ghosts, the haunt, you know, all the the yes. everywhere in the in the castle there in the school. Hogwarts. Yes. And she's she haunts like the bathroom basically. Moaning Myrtle, right? Yeah, Moaning Myrtle. Um she's like fifty uh, something. She's thirty seven. Oh. The actress Shirley Henderson is thirty or was thirty seven. She looks so young. And she was playing a fourteen year old. But she it's also ghost effect. I mean, you can't. Yeah. It's and not she's like- doing a voice, but you can really tell that she's I never cared for that character. That yeah. bugged me. I was like, I don't like this voice yeah. that she's doing. But uh, Rachel McAdams, she played Regina George in Mean Girls. She was 25 at the time. Mm. Was she really? Yeah. Matt no Damon. Idea. Matt Damon was in Behind the Candelabra. Uh, he was supposed to be 17 years old, that character. What? Really? He, yeah, he was 42 at the time. Did they address that? I'm, I don't know. I, that's ins- Why would they do that? I don't know, because they wanted to get Matt Damon. They wanted him to be the adult they could have used a different actor, probably. So it's just a Maybe. scene. It's not like the entire movie. He's no. seventeen years old. No. I don't. I never saw the. No, uh, it's, it's about Liberace. It's about Liberace. So yeah. I think it's his life. Okay, mm-hmm. and that was his God person. Yeah, and some of these we know. Stockard Channing. She played Rizzo. She, she was, was thirty three. Yeah, and then Alan Ruck, when he played Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, was twenty nine. Wow, was he really? I thought he was young. I didn't think he was that old. No. Yeah. Uh, Billie Eilish signed Melissa McCarthy's forehead at the SAG Awards, like while they were presenting together. That video is up on the blog. They had a bunch of good uh, reunions too. Like Meryl Streep was with um, Devil was with Anne Hathaway and Emily Blunt. Oh, really? There was a cute thing, and then the whole cast of Breaking Bad. They were all out there presenting. They like to hang out, and it was on Netflix. I didn't watch any of it, but I just read about it. It was on Netflix, so there were. They were cussing up a storm. It's the first time Netflix has done something like that. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be fun to watch kind of them <laughs> swear. I mean, we want to see these celebrities drunk and swearing. Yeah. That's you know, uh, whatchamacallit was a big spoiler for award season. Um, the Last of Us. Oh, Pedro yeah. Pascal beat out all the succession guys. Really? Oh, no kidding. Yeah. He was good. Ooh. That was the first, because they were all up against each other. When is that mm-hmm. thing coming back? I don't know. I need that in Severance. Severance is a long way away, yeah. I think. That it is. It's like next year. Very poorly timed when it, that yes. uh, strike hit. It feels like we, when the strike hit, we had not had Severance for a while already. Yes. Agreed. Yep. On the TV tonight, you've got the series premiere, or the season premiere, rather, of The Voice. It's back again. 7 o'clock tonight, NBC. Chance the rapper Reba McIntyre, John Legend, and... Dan and Shay together are your coaches or whatever. Chance the Rapper, Reva McIntyre, Dan and Shay, and who? John, John Legend. Boy. It's going to be interesting. Not very exciting. It's not as, not uh, exciting it's at all. It's a little more dynamic usually. I yeah. think we all like Reba. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think any of those people are bad. It's just not as star-studded as, no. as it is a lot of I times. don't like John Legend. Ugh. There's also the season finale of America's Most Wanted. This is the second season uh, from the reboot since it's rebooted. That's 7 o'clock tonight on Fox. Another one of these TMZ investigates things. They're not great, but if you, you know, they are always about some new, you know, some hot story that's going on. This is Taylor and Travis ultimate love story, 8 o'clock tonight on Fox. You can get fully caught up on on that relationship. And you've got the series premiere of Deal or No Deal Island. <laughs> it's 8.30 on NBC. 
if you want to check And if it you out. haven't seen it yet, The Equalizer with Denzel Washington, very good. The original, the yeah. first one. Yeah. If, it's, if you've uh, recorded it on your DVR, <laughs> fire it away. I enjoyed it. Back in 1980. No. Yeah, I, mean, I think it was like 2014. Possibly. Oh, well, I'll say his name. Yeah. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. The Courtney Show. Congratulations to Ray Collins of St. Charles. Ray picked up a pair of tickets to see the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra performing in Canto in concert. They get uh, He actually gets four tickets uh, to see this show. It's in Canto Live, and the film is shown on the Steve Fold Theater's big screen. There are two shows, the 9th and, two, and uh, one show on Sunday, March 10th. Oh, no, performing two shows. Saturday, March 9th, and Sunday, March 10th. You can get all the information at 1065thearch.com, and we'll have another four-pack to give away tomorrow on The Courtney Show. Uh, Very soon, we will have a big announcement about a big concert that's going to be here in St. Louis, and it Mm. was just released. I have not looked up any information on it. Because mm-hmm. I'm staining. I, I want to be shocked. I, I do too. I want to be, of course, Tim couldn't wait. I looked it up. And? There's some great stuff. Okay. All really right. Great. One of my favorites. One of your favorites? A band I love. Okay. So we're going to uh, get that big announcement in just a few minutes. Let me do a couple texts, though, while we have some time. Okay. We talked about red flag hobbies that somebody had that were a problem for you, or maybe a hobby that you would think twice about dating that person or a weird hobby that you at some point found out about. Encountered. Yeah, you know. with somebody that you were with. I, I love this one because I asked uh, if they were our boss's wife. <laughs> I am married, but if we ever get divorced, it will be due to duck hunting. I would never <laughs> date someone again who duck hunts or goose hunts. Mm. <laughs> and that well, was a, a big uh, time commitment. That was a, that was a thing Marty, sweet, sweet Marty put in place before he got married to his lovely wife, Chrissy, that, hey, we'll get married, but this is, these are, yeah. I'm doing this. This duck, is something I do every year. Duck wow. murder was in his vows, actually. Yeah. He's, He's like, like, this is a thing. A duck killed my paw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my boyfriend's hobby is candles. He collects candles. He makes candles. We have candles everywhere. He has 150 candles. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know why that really made me laugh. Um, I think our special guest is right outside the door. So let's bring our special guest in studio. Right, hear us. He was on with us last year around, was it around this time? I'm not sure. Uh, but remember. we welcome. Th- I'm going to have you on because we're on the air now, and I don't want to make you wait. I know you have a busy, busy schedule. Oh, well, thank well, you. Show lit bag, everyone. Hey. He is here to talk about Evolution Festival. Is it 2.0? It's 2.0. 2.0. So I went last year, loved it. Forest Park. It was in September, I believe. It was at the end of August last. Yeah. Oh, it was hot. September rem- this year. It's at some. It, I got the press release. I have yet to look at it on purpose. You are letting you. Break so the I, news. Want, oh, I get. I get to break it. I looked. Yeah. It, I looked Tim it up, looked at yes. it. Tim looked. But at I haven't it. told. I haven't given anything away. All, All right. right. And Joe, great work. I'm very impressed. Well, thank you. It's awesome. I, I had a great time last year. I went to. I would have loved to have gone to the Sunday night Brandy Carlisle show, but I went, didn't think ahead to take Monday off. And this is an early job. Yeah. So you I went got, to the, you gotta take Monday. I went to the Saturday. And let me tell you, my favorite artist I saw, because I saw the Black Crows, 
I saw a bunch of great, great artists, but Sugar Hill Gang oh, yeah. was the best. I mean, they, they, they're one of the ones that people are still talking about. You saw everyone. Now. Like, we went there for the very beginning because I didn't want to miss it. But you saw everyone just migrate <laughs> to that other stage. Well, I mean, look, last year, 50th anniversary of hip-hop and, and Sugar Hill Gang being one of the pioneers. I mean, I think it was a perfect perfect fit. And people really seemed to get into it. I mean, you know, we have we have memories of, you know, the mayor on stage, you know, on the side of the stage dancing, the police chief there dancing. <laughs> it was the incredible. Yeah. And they had to have loved it. And those are the moments that, and, you know, we call, I call them moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the moments that, you know, stick in your, in your mind for a long, long time. And that's part of what Evolution Festival is there to do is help create those moments for people. All right. So this year, 2.0 Evolution 2.0. Festival. Forest Park, the dates are? The dates are September 28 and 29. So we moved it from the last weekend of August to the last weekend of September. So Smart. Well, I mean, listen, we, you know, getting availability at Forest Park because everybody wants to be at Forest Park sure. every weekend during the summer. It's not always Some easy. Some call it a jewel. It is. It is a, it is a jewel. And there's a jewel box yes. in the laundry. <laughs> I know. As a matter of fact. It all works. Um, but, yeah, so we, we actually did a survey post-festival last year and got over well over 1,000 responses, which we were, we were super excited about. And we literally read every single one of them because as a first-year festival, we know we got a lot of work to do. We know we have a lot of improvement uh, to make. So we wanted to hear what everybody had to say. And one of the overarching comments that we kept coming back to over and over again was could you please move this to a different time of year so it's not in the in the dog days of summer yeah. in August so fortunately this year we had an opportunity to switch dates we grabbed the last weekend of September because obviously in St. Louis you know knock on wood or whatever this material is it's that uh, here, here's for Micah. Oh, there's wood. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Usually that's the best time of year in St. Louis exactly. is like September, yeah, no October. Kidding. Exactly. So, yeah, we're super excited about that. So, so t- September 28 and 29. Okay. And who who are you, the big names? Uh, our big names. We'll start at the top and work our way down. Is okay. That, is that good? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Do you, do you no, want to no, do it? You are need, you sure? No, yeah. yeah worked, Joe, you worked hard on this. Number one. The killer. That's right. Oh man! Because somebody told me. (laughs) That's that's my only joke. (laughs) It's morning. You like that? Yeah, Mr. Brightside over here. I am Mr. Brightside today. Uh, The killers back. Wow. Oh, that's wow. Right. We just played some back this morning. Yeah. He's where it's at. I mean, <laughs> that's number two. And I happen to be a loser. But that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I'm really done now. Uh, Blondie. Whoa. No kidding. Debbie Harry is a, is a, is a legend. That's and, incredible. You know, we're excited. That's part of what we try to do with this festival is not just be one thing. Yeah. To be several things and to make these iconic moments. There's probably, you know, Thousands and thousands of people out there who have been Blondie fans for a long time, but have never actually seen them perform. I've never seen. I've never seen Blondie. Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. still amazing. She still. She still grabs your attention from the moment she walks out on stage. Uh, another one that I'm super excited about: Now Rogers and Chic. Oh yeah! Freak out. Yes. I mean, I think. I think you're going to freak out. <laughs> I really have to stop because I can't go all the way. Down. I can't go further. Down. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just waiting to see if we got another one in you. Uh, next is Killer Mike, fresh off three Grammys. Um, you know, super excited to have oh, yeah. have Mike here, uh, part of Run Run the Jewels, but he's also got this incredible solo career as well. Uh, L King. Uh, oh you know, man, that's always a that's. 
You, you never, know, never know what you're going to get. Gonna get. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to keep our fingers crossed. That's Much all. like the oh, arch. Great. Uh, Todd Rundgren. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, that's going to oh, I know one person's going to be very happy about that. Who's that? John Carney. I think he loves Todd. I think he's seen him like 20 times. Oh, Perfect. Kidding. Well, let's make it 21. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Pete Yorn. Oh, I love Pete Yorn so much, but sadly I met him and it wasn't a great experience, but I love him. How long ago was that? Long time ago? No, I mean, yeah, it was a while ago. Uh, he got, oh, he's gotten so much better. He turned super cool. Yeah, he's yeah. really cool so, now. Uh, we're, we're I do love, for you. love Pete Yorn. Like, I was so into his music, so excited when I got to meet him. And just, you know, listen, he meets a lot of people. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have to orchestrate. Are we gonna repair of, our relationship <laughs> to, to repair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's your meetup 2.0 to go along with. 2.0. That's right. And then you're gonna walk away going, man, that Pete. Yorn. All right. Well, not only is he an right. amazing performer, he's such a good guy. Joe, if you set it up and make it happen, I will give him a second chance. <laughs> Courtney, I've talked to him. He wasn't crazy about you either. <laughs> so I couldn't have been nicer. Yeah, I just I, I was a delight. Pete has kind of a different said. take on what happened. I was yeah. a delight. I'd like to get his side of the story. I will. One. I have a friend that was with me felt the same way. Well, he had some friends there too. I yeah. love, but I'm a huge fan well, of his I music. I think there's an opportunity here to sort of rebuild this yeah, relationship. Yeah. Will you guys <laughs> help? Let's get Yorn on the arch. Let's do it. Yeah, All right. All right. Um, next up, Sunvolt. Oh my gosh, Belleville Zone. Oh, right. Yeah. Local heroes. I'm wearing my you know, Sunvolt hat three out of five days a week. And, you know, I'm, and I didn't wear it today. today. And I'm from Belleville. So, Are you? yes. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, then your hometown boys. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I love Sunvolt so much. And I didn't get to see him when they were at the pageant when Tim went went to see him. So I'm that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, and it's always great for us. We want to have we want to have some local artist connections. Oh, it's on great. The bill always. So uh, and then, then we get down into the into the meat of it. We've got Robert Finley. We've got S.G. Goodman, his lordship, Lola Kirk, the Mysterines, Trey Burt, Beachwood Sparks, Sonny War, Billy Tibbles, Chaparral, Pearl Charles, 95 Bulls, the Asteroid Number 4, Schizophonics, Nadine, <laughs> Lord, Daddy Longlegs, awesome. Sean Thompson's Weird Ears, and Night Sprites. <laughs> Did you skip a big one, or am I crazy? Did I? Did, I Did you one? skip a little... Uh... Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Sorry. I hope Perry's not listening. Yeah, no kidding. Um, oh, I forgot. Sorry. Jane's Addiction. What? what? How did I skip over Jane's oh Addiction? Oh, my gosh. And this is their farewell. Isn't this a big farewell? No, that was porno for pyros. Oh, yeah, that okay. was porno for pyros. Just just uh, finished up. Jane's Addiction. That album was very important to me Huge. in my in my late teens. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Lollapalooza himself. That's right. That's cool inc- that? that is incredible. We need to switch these interviews to a later time so I can actually have more coffee. No, it's, I don't no, miss. That's all right. That's why I I'm here. I know, but I... Thank God I looked at it. He would have walked out and we'd have looked at him and looked at him. Yeah, yeah, missed one of our big now, we, yeah. now we know to look ahead. <laughs> See, folks, I'm human. I'm not a robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, man, Joe really hates Jane's Addiction. He announced everybody but them. He's just like, and then these idiots. I love Jane's Addiction. Luckily, the festival is afternoon to evening, so Joe is at his oh, best, yeah, then, yeah, ready don't to go. Worry about what Anything <laughs> new that's going to be at the festival? That- yeah, so I, I mean, listen, we we again, as I mentioned, we got a lot of great feedback from the fans. It was overwhelmingly positive, which we appreciate. But there's a million things that we've got to work on to make it even better year two. So we're improving the amenities inside the festival site, more food, more beverage. We're adding a beer garden. We're adding a third stage this year. So because you know, part of what we wanted to do is 
we want to have more bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's you know, we want we want to create that strong value proposition for the fans. So we were able to to add a third stage and we've got more bands this year. Oh, that's incredible. You know, little things like we added, we noticed that there was a lot of our audience that were coming from the south side of Forest Park, you know, towards 64 walking north and they had to walk all the way around the festival site to get to the main entrance Mm. so now we've added another entrance on the south side just to you know little things like that to just improve the experience little by little for the fans and then the reunion of me and pete york right well i I wasn't gonna harp on it because i didn't want to make you even more nervous than you clearly (laughs) already are with that you may not need jane's addiction (laughs) courtney and yorn together is pretty significant if he asked you would you get on stage with him of course. Yes. 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 That's a great idea. Log that in the, in All right. the memory bank. All right. It's going to happen. You heard it here first, St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Yorn and Landrum <laughs> together, together again. again. The, new, the new project. Uh-huh. Uh, they call it Yorndrum. <laughs> when do tickets go on sale? Tickets go on sale this Wednesday at 10 a.m. All right. Awesome. And I'm sure we'll have tickets to give away as well. Absolutely, you will. And uh, everything is at evolutionfestival.com. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for coming in and uh, you know announcing this. It's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. Thank you all so End much. End of September, the last weekend of September. The 28th and 29th. That's right. I got Killers, right. Beck, Jane's Addiction. There we go. <laughs> Blondie, <laughs> Nile Rogers and She, Killer Mike, L. King, Todd Rundgren, Pete Yorn, Sunvolt, and the list goes on and Incredible. on. Incredible. Man, oh man. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. All right, Appreciate let's get it. a look at your traffic with Brando. Listen to my strong opinion. Time to bitch. Um... I already pretty much strong opinioned it early on, and that was about trivia nights. But I'll do another one. Do we have a sponsor? Oh, it's brought to you by Audi Kirkwood. Shop the construction sales event going on now at Audi Kirkwood, AudiKirkwood.com. Thank you. My strong opinion is always have a brando to remind you of things. <laughs> um, You're going to really find the irony whenever I tell you my strong opinion, but go ahead. Oh, really? <laughs> is it about me? It's about remembering. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... My strong opinion is this. We got some takeout last night, and I always leave a good tip for carryout. Mm-hmm. I leave a nice tip because I know they're putting putting them in containers and giving us all the stuff. You know, somebody's got to do that job. So it's, it's not maybe the waiting on the table, getting drinks and bringing your order, but they're still, they have to. Are you some- going all the way, like 20% or so for carryout? Like yes. you go in and get it? I go 20%. Wow. If I am doing carryout, you need to provide me with all the things that go with that carryout order. I shouldn't have... Assume I'm eating in my car. Yes. That's what you're saying. I shouldn't have to ask for salsa if I'm getting an omelet. Yeah. I shouldn't have to ask for butter if I got a baked potato. What if they just ask you? Like, would you like this? Would you like this? Yeah, but they they don't. They put it in an area where you just pick it up. Oh, you're just grabbing it. And it's got so many containers that... That should all be a part of it along with napkins and utensils. Even though yeah. I may not use, I should not, if I'm paying you, you saw the bill, you saw I gave you a tip, you put in all the stuff that goes with that order. I shouldn't have to ask for it. And there's yeah. nowhere to put it on the order. Mm. Like you order the food, you're just assuming. Yeah, you should be able to, if, yes. if you're online or something, be able to check like, yes, I want What condiments want, do you want? I want the, these yes. condiments to go with it. So. Yeah, because I get, 
they're trying to streamline the process so they put it where you can just grab it. And if they're trying to reduce waste, they're not going to automatically throw right. that in. But if you're not interacting with the customer, no. it's like when you go through a McDonald's, they're like, you want ketchup? You know, and yeah. I don't ever want ketchup with my yes. fries. So I'm glad that they asked me because you're just wasting ketchup if you throw it in. But you should assume, like, if I get a baked potato, there better be some butter. If you, if like you are known for your bread and you give bread, like a loaf of bread, you've got to give the butter that you use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, salsa. That is part of it if you're getting, you know, it's just the standard. Whatever would come. come yes. It's, it's you're sitting at the, at the table. That should... If I'm leaving you a nice tip, put the stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I shouldn't have to ask for it. That's good. That's really good. Because there's no way to go through that bag. And sometimes they say it's in there. And it's, it's not. not. I know I've had that too. It's not in there. And you know what the bummer is? It's not these employees a lot of times. It's the owners. Like, or, or, oh, the, or they're corporate. Being, they're like, being told. Don't put it in unless they ask. Three napkins per order. Right. I, yeah. and listen, I do understand that. Yeah. But, a, but a good employee, when you ask like, hey, is there mustard in there or something? Is just going to go, it's supposed to be, but here you go. Yes. Because they know, like, she's going to be a problem. And one of the worst, one of the worst, (laughs) one of the worst things, and if you go through a drive through and they're not ready and you got to pull up to that space, you've told that person, hey, can I get ketchup? Can I get ketchup in there? You know, when you're, when you're pulling into a spot, that ketchup's not in there. Yeah. Because that person's not putting, taking the order out to you. Agreed. Guys, I'd like to teach you a little lesson that I learned back in the day when I was a cashier at the actual arch. Give me gateway right now. No, it was a training video. This this is the actual arch, first of all. Yes, the actual (laughs) arch, not this one. Uh, There was a little training video we uh, watched called Give Them the Pickle. The idea is it was a sub shop, and the guy that owned the sub shop for many, many years, they had pickles that everybody really liked, and they used to charge for the pickles. And he realized we should just give them the pickles. And then anybody wanted extra pickles, he said, give them the extra pickles. Because they found that their uh, their scores went higher and higher. People loved going there. Because if you wanted pickles, you could go get more pickles. And they were fine with it. And it meant it. something to them. Yep. So like, how did this apply to the arch? Like just go well, out of your way to... Pro- too. Go out of your way to, to provide that extra level yeah. of... Like you're not the one paying the bills for the arch. So if they want something, give it to them. But to your point, management has to be on 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 board with you. Yeah. You can't just be standing over there handing out ketchup packets to everybody walking by. Yeah. If they're like three per customer. And what kind of pickles did you guys have at the arch? Well, we didn't it, we didn't shop. actually have pickles. This was a training video that I'm guessing somebody else was subjected to oh at some God. point in their career. Give them the I'll pickle. Give them the pickle. I don't think it would fly these days. <laughs> there were some undertones oh, to the sure. title I'm that sure. were not sure. lost on a group of teenagers mm-hmm. that were watching the yeah. Give Them the Pickle video. I can understand. Oh, that. Lego Justin just said, I've seen the Give Them the yep, Pickle video. Uh-huh. I hope I did it uh, justice. I, I, I'm, I bought in. <laughs> All right, what about you guys? Uh, so for me, as an absent-minded father, I'm often tasked with uh, having to go to pick up prescriptions for people other than myself. Yes. So when I go for me, that's fine. I know how to do my stuff, but there's always panic behind my eyes when I have to go for someone else because I always feel I have a guilty conscience. I don't understand what my problem is, but I always feel like they're going to be looking at me going, this guy, he don't know no Alexandra. He's stealing her drugs. Oh, because they ask you all these questions. And in my mind, I'm like, I think I just need to know birth date, 
But then every once in a while they'll like throw in something else, and I'm like, wait, what? I don't, I don't know what that is. Like, you have a guilty way about you because you're afraid they think you're on drugs. Yes, and I get real panicky when people ask me questions about stuff that I should know. When it's like, this is your your son's birthday. How do you not know your son's birthday? But I'm like, I don't know. I get I get freaked out, and I have to look at I have to look them all up all the time. So already I'm looking suspicious. Like, why does this guy not know? The birthday of his kid or his wife because they whatever. don't know you that you're that's out they don't know that I'm at. an idiot mm-hmm. and I forget stuff like that so I want there to be a, a method for the absent-minded panic fathers out there to pick up prescriptions for their family like just some way that like whoever the prescription is for like Alex can just go on and like tap a little thing on their app that says my dumb husband is coming to pick it up it is okay and so then I walk in and there's just a picture of like pops up on their computer of me just smiling <laughs> they're like here you go but they do give it to you you're just saying they you do but it's like yeah if I get it wrong right I look like an idiot first of all and then second of all like I don't get the drugs I need the drugs yeah and I'm always like I don't even you know they'll ask like well, you know, you know not to have food with this or whatever. I'm like, I don't I don't know what this is. I'm just here to pick it up. I have no idea not to mention, the medication that these people are on. Yeah, not to mention you're probably not listening to them. No. They're, they're going over the laundry list of stuff that you need to know. You're not the right person. Yeah, you should know that, that I info. am not the person that's going to be passing that along. So, that yeah, that's a way to flag it to go like, we're going to have to call his wife and tell her because this idiot doesn't know what he's doing. All right. That's so my strong opinion. Strong opinion is there should be some app just that part doesn't of, exist. Like if you go on the Walgreens app and you like your prescriptions coming in, you can just tap on that like notification and say, my dumb husband is going to pick it up at this time. And so then when I walk in, they're like, oh, there he is. And so I don't have to answer any of those questions. And they just know that like I'm just transporting it back. Okay. All right. All right, Tim. Um, I got a couple. First, strong opinions. I want to give a thanks to uh, the U.S. Bank in Kirkwood. My mom informed me that they just committed to listening to the Courtney show in the mornings. Oh, really? Did uh, thanks to Todd. <laughs> thanks, Todd. Way to go, Todd. And I guess I don't know if my mom negotiated for it. What happened know. here? I, I don't know. Did I just, she bring him I Rice Krispie treats? Just got the text. That's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't. Some I, banana bread. I, I do not know. But thank you. We're not above bribing with uh, baked goods. Oh, no. For a new listener. Yeah. We'll have Maymay over there in a few minutes. (laughs) Cinnamon rolls ready to go. Uh, U.S. Bank and Kirkwood, so thank you very much. And then my strong opinion is uh, maybe there shouldn't be toy hammers because TC3, for his second birthday, was given a toy hammer. And if there is a toy hammer, it should either be inflatable or like a stuffed animal type Because now when he sees a real hammer... Or oh, the no, toy no, no. can oh, do... Oh, because it's heavy. ...can do some damage. And he wants to hammer. It's a big plastic hammer. And so he... And, and part of it is like, oh, we're, we're doing stuff around the house. He sees it. So it's a good idea. We'll get him some tools and he can help dad. And, uh... Because, you know, I'm always... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. You got your work. You got your whole tool belt. So he gets this hammer. He's already got more projects under his belt than you. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's like, let me look at the toilet. He, uh... He gets this hammer... And guess what? He starts hammering. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And he looks at me like, what did you buy me this, this is for? A, yeah, what are we doing here? And it's just venting oh, the, the drywall. No. I mean, yes, in a major way. I mean, this thing is, I could hammer a nail in with this thing if I really? needed to. You yeah. better switch that thing out. What makes Oops, it a toy? it got lost. So 
I don't know if we need toy. I don't just, just at least the, toy hammer should be stuffed like a stuffed animal or inflatable, which or I inflatable. know is like not fun for the kid, but they just are hammering. Wait till that <laughs> baby that baby shows up and he's wandering around with that hammer. He'd be like, nope, <laughs> this is over. When I was probably ten, I was hit. A cousin threw a toy similar to the one he has a toy uh-huh. hammer and it hit me in the forehead and uh, I bled like crazy. It was a, it was a, I just. You know, toy hammers, guys. We got to rethink this because <laughs> now I have to replace some drywall in my basement. Too. No, I do understand. That makes a lot of sense. He's just going to time, and I'm not even thinking about it. I'm like, oh, there, he's playing with his yeah, hammer, it's a toy. and then I What's look, do? and I'm like, oh no! And he was like, what are you telling me not to hammer for? <laughs> <laughs> All right, those are our strong opinions. I think they were good ones. I think that people out there agree. Hmm, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and maybe 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 people will make a change. Yes, it all starts here. Strong opinions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mondays on the Courtney Show. Uh, brought to you by Audi Kirkwood. Shop the construction sales event going on now. AudiKirkwood.com. First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. First five notes is brought to you by Carol House Furniture. You can save on a huge selection of certain mattresses at Carol House because you like nice things. Let's meet our contestant for first five notes. Hello, Russ from Centralia. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Good morning. Good morning to you. All right, Russ, are you at work right now? Yes, yeah, I am. I can, <laughs> tell by, I can tell by the tone that this is a work <laughs> This is a work voice for sure. Just be quiet. Just, All right. yeah. Just be cool. Well, let's get you these tickets to see Tim McGraw. It's March 22nd, Enterprise Center. And you also get a $25 gift card to Piccadilly at Schnooks. It's a salad bar reimagined. Who do you want to play against for first five notes, Russ? Um, let's go with Monster Truck. Oh, oh, oh man, Monster, Monster Truck's, Truck's not, not here. here. Oh, okay. Dang. Okay. Sorry. What about the Falcon? What about Barb? Barb, we'll go with Barb. All right. Barb it is. All right. Barb's, All right. Barb is ready. All right. Let's do this. Here's song number one. The Police. That's it. Way to go, Russ. Really strong work out of the gate, Russ. <laughs> Shut up, Police. Letting that thing go. Here's, uh, here's song number two. Uh, run around. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the song. Blues Traveler. You only need to have either the title or the artist, and you got it. I wasn't it. sure that was the name of the title. <laughs> you nailed, nailed it. it. You're on fire, Russ. Uh, it strikes me that a guy for you probably wants to, a guy like you wants to go for glory and do song number three. Is that true? Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hit it. 38 special. Yeah. Way to go, Russ. March 22nd, Enterprise Center. You will be seeing Tim McGraw. So congrats for that. You also have a $25 gift card. Piccadilly at Schnucks at Salad Bar Reimagined. You can visit a Piccadilly inside a Schnucks location near you, Russ. Congrats. We'll get you those tickets. And that gift card will play again tomorrow on The Courtney Show. It's Barb in the Morning featuring the Falconer, the Big Ragoo, Monster Truck, Barb on 106.5 The Arch. The Courtney Show. Great Taste Gang Song of the Day. It's just a really, really solid opportunity for you to get online. 106.5thearch.com and request a song that you want to hear. You guys have been red hot with them lately. Especially if you haven't liked the music that we've been playing this morning. Yeah, you're like, enough Mm -hmm. Wilson Phillips, maybe. We'll 
get your song in, right? And I think it'd be fun today. Courtney brought this up. We announced a little bit earlier on the show uh, the artist playing the Evolution Festival in Forest Park this September. Uh, so get on that website, see who's playing, and let's, let's try to do a song from one of the Evolution Fest that would be artists. Fun. I think that'd be good. Yeah, we're not going to say them out loud because no. you got to get on there. But there's some some heavy hitters, some big ones. So then there's lots of songs, many songs in there that we would absolutely play. Uh, so let's let's do that. 1065thearch.com. Great taste gang song of the day. You'll find it. It's real easy. Get those requests in now. We'll play a fun one at the end of the show in twenty something minutes. All right. Uh, people agree with strong opinions. Brando, I hear you on your strong opinion. I have four kids. Also, it's a miracle I remember their names and I am their mother. <laughs> Let alone birthdays, too many. I just tell the pharmacy, give me a minute. I have a lot of kids. Ah. <laughs> I do the same thing. Uh, and then a bunch of texts about the bats, too. Uh, Tim's strong opinion. The toy bats. Not oh, the, the hammers. Uh, oh, but going on with the bats. Oh, the yeah. They said hammers or bats they're yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I 100% agree with the toy hammer. It always surprised me when someone gives a one or two-year-old a hammer. Uh, usually provided with tabletop toys. I'd also like to add miniature bats to that. Don't give toddlers hammers or bats. But the, the one difference is a bat, You, the purpose of a bat is to swing at, you know, uh, baseball. That's true. Some and a two-year-old's really good at understanding the purpose. <laughs> no, but, I mean, he understands the difference between a bat that you're to hit balls with and a hammer. He sees people... Hammering, hammering walls. So he's—that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I worked carry out many years ago, this is my strong opinion. If somebody was nice enough to tip us, we would stuff their bag with extras, whatever we could do without getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that to make sure my order is correct. Yeah, you understand. I'm bribing you're, you're, a little bit. You're tipping people that don't maybe usually get tipped. Yes, yes. Um, High pitched voice implied. Courtney is so right. As usual, trivia night should be 70% answerable. Organizers don't always understand that, and it makes the night miserable. Yeah. Got to put some, got to make everybody yeah, feel got, like Everyone's got to feel like they got a shot. I, I, we just didn't have time today, oh. but I have them still tomorrow. I have, see, right Tune here. Tune tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I'm I had, study tonight. I mentioned, <laughs> good luck. I mentioned the Porky Fig Pizza at Dewey's, and people love it. It's the best pizza ever. It is my absolute favorite. Uh, Anthony, the UPS guy here, I heard you guys talk about those Lay's potato chips, Rudy Fruity Fresh, or Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. I picked some up this weekend. They are actually good. Worth a try. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is about Demon Slayer. We oh, yeah, that movie that was number two over yeah. the weekend at the box office? My three offspring went to Demon Slayer. It's their obsession. It wasn't te- technically a movie, but more of a rehash of last season's episodes then the first episode of the new season, and according to my kids, subtitles is the best way to watch. Really? Yeah, yeah, I, it's the, like I said, the even the trailer didn't make any sense. I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm even watching. This is a movie or what? Uh, Jonelle, uh, nicknameless Jonelle, uh, te- uh, her husband texted in trying to get one by on us, but it is her day of birth. Oh. Oh, really? Yes. We well, do we love Jonelle. Yeah, yeah, we really, really do. But, you know, he's he started it with... Yeah, our job's gone. Blah, first. blah. Like the... Oh, what, he was just yes, out of the gate. Yes. Well, this fella's mm-hmm. got to go. Mm-hmm. So, no, good news. Stephanie said, great weekend. My stepson took second place at the Strongman Champions League in Finland. Proud stepmama, Stephanie. In nice. Finland? Finland? Yeah. That's a big deal. That is a That's big where, deal. like the strongmen, I think they're born. They're born there, yeah. yeah. they strong. If I had to think of the country that had the most strongmen... Yeah. 
Finland would be up there. If they be. make them there, you pour a keg of ale onto the side of a mountain and a strong man just appears. Doesn't it seem like that's where they're mm-hmm. just built? Where was sure. that Magnus Vermagnuson from? That's the only strong yeah. man I can always remember. <laughs> Magnus Vermagnuson. That guy, uh, that guy was so strong. It was the best. A couple texts about waiting rooms uh, and the nightmare stories when doctors forget about you in a waiting mm-hmm. room. When I was pregnant with my first kid, I was waiting over an hour. I was also waiting to be checked, so I really couldn't walk out. Finally, the nurse came in to check the rooms, and there I am sitting half naked, covered with that little paper thing. Doctor came in mortified and said staff never told them I was in there. Yeah. Ooh. God, that has to happen a lot. This one's terrible. I was the first, and I can't believe you, this person did not say something before. I was the first patient in the waiting room that day. I checked in for my 10 a.m. appointment, filled out the paperwork, sat in the waiting room with my toddler while other patients came and went. 10 a.m., remember. At noon, we were all alone in the waiting room when the rest of the office went silent. My toddler was getting hungry after going through all the emergency snacks and had missed a nap. At around 12.50, patients started filling up the waiting room again and staff started calling others back to see the doctor. I finally told them I would have to reschedule since my appointment was supposed to be at 10 a.m. It was now well after one. Oh, my gosh. And the, how did they never figure out that they were not booking anything in that room? You know, because they're using all those rooms. Well, the, the nurse looked over to the other side of the desk at my paperwork sitting all by itself and said, oh, you're next in to see the doctor. Oh, yeah. When the doctor said something about the cranky toddler, I made sure he understood I've been sitting in the waiting room since my appointment time of 10 a.m., he didn't say any more about it, and when it came time to pay for the MRI I, he ordered, I was told it was submitted to the doctor for payment. He covered the cost. Yeah, I bet. Because they messed up. Wow. Yeah. Uh, now, bad hobbies. Red flag hobbies. Hobbies that maybe <laughs> wasn't a hobby, and then you're now you're married, and it became a hobby. Uh, my, my husband's brother digs holes in his backyard, which is his parents' backyard. It was a dump long ago, so it was a... It was a dump. So he, oh, so he finds yes. things. Uh, he digs holes, finds old bottles and trash he thinks are treasure. Super weird. He literally does this anytime he is not working. Just so it's full time. He has curio cabinets full of glass he has found all around their house. Wow. <laughs> I remember when Emma and I first started dating, she was one night. She's like, oh, I'm going. I'm a member of this women's club. And I was like, what is that? And then she went, it was some kind of... Um, it was Bunko. She did played Bunko. I think that was a separate thing. Oh, okay. Because I remember she told me that before. But then they, it was some party where they all, she had to go get a robe because they had this robe party. And I'm like, what is going on? I just thought it was, I was like, this is very strange. And then it turns out like she had a friend that started a club that didn't really work. And she was just like, trying to support the friend. <laughs> but I also was like, so all, a little weirded out by this. But then like within a week, I went to Florida and went to uh, Disney World with four good friends. And we all bought kimonos and wore them around Disney World. And she was willing to look past that. <laughs> uh, Steph from South City here. Don't get me wrong. I love history. But anyone who would be into Civil War battle reenactments... Uh, would be a big red flag. <laughs> Reenactors, they take that I like pretty the, seriously. I like the. Don't get me wrong, I love history. <laughs> it sounds like you don't like history. <laughs> uh, okay, so this person just wrote, playing the accordion. This is my husband, Great. so obviously it was too late for me. Mm-hmm. He took it up after we'd been married a while. Sometimes he entertains the whole neighborhood by playing outside. 
People claim they enjoy it. It's amazing. <laughs> I need an accordion player. Uh, and this one's crazy. I went back and forth with this guy because I was very confused. My wife's blood pressure went up when I got my ATF license for exclusive for an exclusive hobby. And so what does I was that like, mean? that's what I asked. He said, alcohol, tobacco, and fire. I got my license for professional grade fireworks. Basically, I mix diesel, gasoline, methanol, and other chemicals to build my own explosives as a hobby. Oh, my Lord. Oh, boy. They actually have a class that you can take at, at Missouri S&T. About making explosives. Yeah. I asked him why he did it, and I, I lost that text. Uh, like, why did you want to do like this? To blow stuff up. I feel like Nick could get into that. Isn't oh, it? he does love a fire. Yeah, he does. It's true. This would be a big fire. It'd be colorful. Yeah. I, I need to ask Nick what's the biggest thing he ever burned. It's <laughs> yeah, like a first date question. You guys haven't covered <laughs> he that? Knock that out right out of the I gate. burned my uh, this golf bag he got me. He's still mad about it. He won some like closest to the pen. You go into the pro shop and get something for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And he got me a new golf bag, and I just made fun of it all the time. I called it Miss Pearl because it looked like an old lady golf bag. <laughs> <laughs> and he burned that in a... Uh, in anger? No, in a bonfire. He's like, let's burn that thing that you hate. And I'm like, all right. It was in my trunk. So we burned it. <laughs> what is... That? Like to get just the two of you? Like laughing no, no, no. maniacally? We were, we were at a... We were at somebody... Our friend's house. Okay. And, he and always they were went, looking around. They're like, what, always, we, what can yes, we burn? He always, would, he always wanted to burn stuff there. At one point, he wanted to burn this car that was no longer running. A car? Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. I, I don't think you should burn a car. No, I don't Dang. think it's a good idea. I think the either. authorities show up. No, I know. He might have a problem. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for all your texts. Don't forget to get that request in for the GTG song of the day. You have to go to our website for that. But if you guys want to text us on the Cheney Window and Door text line, 314 669 4665. I just got a text from uh, Pickleball John Kleinschmidt. You know, he works for Frito-Lay, uh-huh. and he's never even heard of that new flavor. The Rudy Tutti Fresh and Fruity. No kidding. Uh, it's, it's, it's only at Walmart, It's right? only at Walmart. Walmart exclusive. Hmm. And apparently it's in stores because somebody tried it over the weekend. Uh, on the blog today, let's see what we've got. Oh, I, par- I posted that PSA. That's pretty funny. You know, all the PSAs that were trying to freak us out. Yeah, 80s and 90s, man. It was heavy. It was heavy. Heavy. Um, that old PSA with Judd Nelson and Burt Reynolds. It's just, it's just funny. I suspect it has something to do with the rules changing. I think, I bet TV stations had to run more PSAs, especially during like children's programming. And now they don't required as much. Really? I I bet there's a legal side to that. Why there were so many PSAs. Uh, the 25 essential 80s rock and metal albums to pass on to your kids. All the winners from the SAG Awards, if you didn't even know it was on and you follow award show season. This is uh, all the not a lot of surprises except for it has been going back and forth with Emma Stone and the girl from Flowers what is that movie? Oh, Flowers of the Killer, Killer Moon. Moon. Yeah. yeah. And she won, not Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but the big one was that Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. That was the big difference in this award season. Um, Billie Eilish, you can see that video from the SAG Awards when she signed her forehead. Uh, all the adults that played teen roles. Uh, Chelsea Handler. 
There you go. That video's funny. It is funny. Have you seen it? I it just is. Watched it, yeah. it, you have to admit, it's impressive. I'll admit it. That's she, a real dog on her back. Yes. Yeah. And then she did you see the one where she's carrying a dog then? Ooh. So then at one point she's got a dog on her back and then her other dog she's holding. Yeah. And just skiing in a bikini. She does that every year and it I don't know why. It's just so shocking. Because it's Coles. <laughs> you don't see yeah. it every day. No, you really don't. Chelsea Handler. Skiing. So I, I think that's uh that's worth seeing. Um <laughs> and there's a bunch of other stuff. 1065 thearch.com. Tomorrow I'll quiz you guys on those questions. Okay. I can't wait. Uh, this just in, hyperlocal only applies to the people in this room. No meeting. Hyperlocal. I, well, that's what I said. It's, I it's, check my calendar. It's next month. Yeah, you know, I don't <laughs> trust the calendar. Man, I was on you guys too about, like, I've been, I think, I thought we were pressed for time in this one thing. I, I, I thought it was this morning, but then I looked earlier and I was like, wait, it's not this morning. I think because we didn't get back with the information, that's why the meeting was moved. It was moved? Mm-hmm. So you think it was moved? Because of us. I don't think it was scheduled. I think it was just scheduled there. No, I was just told it was moved. Okay, but I don't remember getting a notification initially. Man, you trust the system a lot more than I only you believe should. in the system. Really? Yes. The system will let you down every single time. I don't care. Time. This wouldn't be letting me down. This is letting whoever scheduled the meeting down. It just means I go home. Oh, yeah. It says it's on the calendar for next week. Yeah. Monday. Yes, next week. Next this week. is a real behind the scenes. Nobody else cares about this but us. I Peeling think people back. really care. This sounds a lot like our first break. Peeling back the curtain. Yeah, people love this. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see what was going on in the hallway? No. It was crazy. What? What's happening now? I don't know. Are you just, just making trying to continue? A- yeah. Oh, well, there oh, it people, is now. Look at that. People were talking. Hey, guys, look at that guy. Oh, and I found out. <laughs> I often complain about there not being silverware or plasticware in the kitchen. Yeah. I find out where they keep it. Oh, you found the secret stash? Oh, yeah. And there's a lot, and there's a wide variety. Is it in the conference room? I don't know. I don't know if oh, I need so to share He's not going to tell us. Well, so I definitely can can't tell you who told. No, I'll tell you guys. I don't feel like I should share it on air. Oh, no, that's probably a good idea. Because no one in the well, I, no one in the building listens, so it's probably okay. It's safe. <laughs> yeah, so we could say it? there were $10 million uh, hidden in the conference room. Yes. Right yes. now, anybody yes. could have it, and it would still be there yeah, it's in the con- two hours later. It's in the conference room. Where is it? I can't tell you who told me. It's, it's. I mean, there's only so many places you can look. Yeah, I think I know where that is. Yeah, and it's it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> It is bizarre, though, why the kitchen changer. doesn't have any... Because it just would disappear, I'm sure. Uh, there, sometimes there is. It's frustrating, there but it goes away I was fast. Eating, but you know what? It was a blessing, because the day... Remember the day I ate the, um, oh, the bad overnight oats. oats that were disgusting? Mm. Well, I had no point but to try to... I had no option but to try to scoop them with a coffee stir, which meant that that expired, spoiled, disgusting bite was a very small one yeah. because I didn't have access to a spoon. Mm-hmm. So blessing in disguise. Now I know where the stuff is. Life is good. Let's get to your great taste gang song of the day. You can request one anytime at 1065thearch.com. We asked you uh, to request songs from some of the artists that we announced today being on the Evolution Festival that takes place in September in Forest Park. Tickets go on sale Friday, I think. Wednesday, right? Wednesday. Wednesday. But uh, lots of Wednesday sounds good. Lots of great artists. Todd Rundgren is coming. Uh, the Killers are coming. Beck is coming. Blondie is coming. And we... Joe forgot to mention this one. Pete Yorn is coming. Yorn. Courtney and uh, Pete Yorn yeah, are going to get Sarah was, it out. I thought Sarah was with me, but she doesn't remember it. I don't know. Hmm. But a lot of you guys, uh, so you request a lot of songs by those artists, but a lot of people wanted to hear Been Caught Stealing by Jane's Addiction, who will also Ooh. be in St. Louis this September at the Evolution Festival. Uh, Sharon, Sue, a whole bunch of people. 
Yeah, a whole lot of you requested that. So we went with that one. It's your Great Taste Gang song of the day. We appreciate you guys listening. Have a great, great day. We'll be back here tomorrow at 6 a.m. on The Courtney Show. Oh, hey. Man, that was fun, wasn't it? Why don't we uh, meet up later and I'll make you a sandwich at Salt and Smoke. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Tickles. Bye.